Alright, it's me, Ale. It's Savannah. And today we're joined by Abel. Yo, what up, guys? Praise God. So, th- um, today we're going to go ahead and it's going to be a little kind of off for Savannah's end because we, we got her last minute to go ahead and join us. Um, mm-hmm. We've both had a rough week. I feel like every week we're saying we have a rough Literally, week. Literally, no, I think this was the roughest, though. <laughs> ah, I most definitely agree with you. Um, but we got her here, so... Um, shout out to Savannah guys, you guys pulled through and we were able to like with the help of you guys and all the uh, commitment that you guys give us, she's going to go ahead and give you guys the same commitment, even though she's going through it. So if you guys can give Savannah a little shout out today that you're going to make me cry again, (laughs) (laughs) they're not ready for today's message and today. So, all right, Abel, um, I've noticed you because I I was very into the car community and everything and I've seen everything going on. And like I noticed that there was a big switch when I seen like everything happen because all of a sudden I seen, okay like this dudes over here in the car community. I see I'm following the whole crew. Everybody's getting lit, doing takeovers. And then all of a sudden ghost pop back up and it's like, sup, I'm a new person. So um savannah kind of seen basically what you showed us and it was yeah i snooped through your instagram for a yeah it Dramatical was change. pretty <laughs> weird the switch that we seen and it was like so like it's for us like for the outside it seemed like a matter of moments like how long did it take for you to fully like transition into your new life like how, how long was that process um all right so before i was gonna answer all this i was gonna tell you guys is it cool if we could say a little prayer just oh to allow you guys to open your ears all right so for for you guys for alien sav just close your eyes and just hear this prayer if you guys hear me cry to anyone else that's hearing this message uh you could close your eyes as well and just hear this prayer you could pray it out loud with yourself you know with us as well so let's get to it just so you know our eyes are open you know our ears are open as well so we could really truly hear the word what god is trying to say today so, you know, by, you can bow your heads, close your eyes. You know, Heavenly Father, thank you for another beautiful day. We thank you, God, for this opportunity, God, because we're here. We, we're, we're here to tell your word. We pray that, you know, you bless the lives of Savannah and Ale, that you bless their souls, God, that you guide them into a beautiful path with you, God, that you guide them into a beautiful relationship with you, God. I pray that you use them and their podcasts to grow in your word, God, because who knows, God, only you could do the impossible. You know, what's what's impossible for us is always possible for you, God. So we pray that, you know, everyone listening to this audio, Lord, is blessed. That if they're stressed, if they're angry, they're mad, they're upset, they're going through it. God, I hope they, I hope you guys know that God is always with you guys. God is going to lift you guys. God is always going to raise you guys up if you call in his name because he is an all-living God. He's, we serve a beautiful, great God, and he is truly our best friend at the end of the day as well. So we pray that all you guys, you know, we pray that God opens you guys' ears, opens on, you know, let us hear this word today because I believe God is going to speak today. And so, you know, we pray that everyone's listening, we're active, and we're in the word today. So in Jesus' name we pray. Amen. 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 Damn, my eyes got a little watery. <laughs> um, yeah, sorry. <laughs> and it's, it's pretty cool because exactly like you said, like if you're listening to this, you're listening to this for a reason. And even if you guys aren't religious, any, even if you guys don't believe in any certain thing, everybody here is welcome to anything. But if you guys don't believe in it, just know that me and Savannah, we're here, we're listening, 
the Google Forms is always open. You don't have to necessarily answer any of our questions there. If you guys want to go ahead and hit us up, having a rough time, going through some shit, go ahead and message the podcast. If you guys know our personals, message us. We're always open to talking to you guys. Um, but, yeah, thanks for that. Um, that was that was a good little prayer. So Before we start, um, back to that question, I just want to say, like, I think you being on here just is a blessing itself because, like I said, we had really bad weeks this week. And we already had you scheduled for this before any of this stuff even happened this week. Yeah. And it was like, what was crazy is like you said yourself, you feel like you have something to say and that we're going to have to listen to. But even before, like, even before we confirmed this date, the time I myself felt like he has something to say that's one of us has to hear it. At first, I thought it was just Savannah. After I went through what I went through today, I was like, okay, who knows who it's mm-hmm. for? But I kind of already felt that feeling like he's supposed to be on here with us for a reason. And just like everybody else who's on this podcast, everybody yeah, who amen. we have here is here for a reason. Is some They have something to say that some somebody else is going to go ahead and relate to and and is going to take something out of this. So hopefully, some like on every episode, somebody takes something out of this to go ahead and make their day better or help them process through that one question that they have running through their minds all day or just fuck around and have a fucking laugh with us. Yeah. Well, I'm into that for sure. Um, I was going to tell you guys, that's how that's how our God works, you know? He um He's in the past. He's present. He's in the future. He knows everything. He knew. He put that in your guys' heart to even allow me on here. He put that in your guys' heart to even question hey should we invite able to the podcast we we think somebody random that we didn't even know like like, so is that like is like before your whole transition and stuff like did you used to do prayers uh yeah i'm not gonna lie to be honest i've never i never believed in god because people told me to believe in god i never believed in god because my parents forced me into the church all my life i I've always gone through things. I was about to die, like, dang, I can't even tell you guys, like, a couple times in my life. And there'd be times in your life, I don't, I'm sure you guys experienced it, where it was like, wow, how'd that happen? Yep. And you could only mm-hmm. say, literally, only God could have, you know? Miracles happen. And so all my life, thank God, I've been able to witness and catch all those moments where I was like, it's not just me. Like, yeah. I'm, I'm, I'm being protected by something, you know? Yeah. And of course, um, the word of God is always going to be around, you know, um, and I guess as I was growing up, I uh, I started, you know, just praying here and there, but just like the little kid prayers, like, well, God, you know, thanks hey for man, my- Hey man, what are you doing? <laughs> nah, like just, just, just some like, you know, some easy little prayers, you know, thank you God for another day, you know, thank you they got a roof over my head, we got food on the table, thank you my family's still together, and like, that's it, and I was like, okay, well, good night God, that's it, yeah. well, like only in the night. Yeah, yeah. So and you're like, hey man, time to go to sleep. Yeah, time, time to go to sleep. Yeah, yeah, yeah. For now sure. I go to sleep at peace. Like, so like, right now, like, was like, have you? When was the first time you led your first prayer? Like you did right now? Mm, I'm not gonna lie. Recently, recently, recently. Maybe like. Like when was the first one you led? How how was that? I think this was. I think this is like a month and a half ago. It's because I mean, you guys said yeah, I've went ghost and all of a sudden i came back and boom a whole different person that's a whole long story but i'm explaining it and it's gonna be good i hope you guys listen to it all clearly and it's gonna it's gonna show like what it's like to truly you know it's a it's a different thing to know of god and to know who is god mm-hmm. that's i think the main thing i'm gonna tell you guys today and explain it but okay, back to your question um 
when I let it, I was I was really nervous. I'm not gonna lie because, you know, you you, you the flesh is always gonna doubt you. You know, we're always gonna doubt. We're always gonna question. Like, what if I don't say it correctly? Or like, how do I know if I'm even gonna like say a good prayer? But I could tell you, prayer isn't meant to be something perfect. Prayer isn't like you need a master of prayer. Like there's no such thing as that. It's whatever your heart's telling you, whatever, whatever you want God to know, whatever you want from God. Like, hey, God, like I'm praying like, hey, look, bless, bless the people on here. Bless the people, you know, listening to this. It's like, you know, it's more of like blessing, giving thanks for sure. Yeah. Uh, in the beginning, I should always just thank God. Just thank God. Thank God. It's kind of like the things that. Like you, like, let's say you're talking to yourself and it's like, I hope that this person's okay. And now it's like this prayer is going to be like asking for that other hand from the higher um, being itself. Just saying like, you know what? I need your help to go ahead and do this for me and help me help this person type of thing. Like it's something that you yourself want, but you also know that you could have that big handout if you ask him for it. Yeah, literally for sure, because we cannot do everything. We We will never be able to do everything. But we do have a God that could do things and move things for us. So that's why we pray. We know a God. You know, I love my friends. God, and I'm praying that, you know, you take care of them. You let them come home safely, you know. And that's when prayers, when you say amen, that's like that locks a promise because you're talking to the mighty God. You're like, God, look, blah, 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 this. And you, you, you submit it when you say amen. So, of course, like when you submit, it's like you're sending, you're sending in a mail. Obviously, sometimes it might not come back like fast. Like that's that one send. Yeah, sometimes it, sometimes it could come fast. The prayer could come back answered fast, and sometimes you do have to wait to get delivered back, and that's that's how a lot of prayers work as well. Especially when you you when you want to change your life, heavier prayers. I think God will guide you through what to pray about. The deeper connection you get with Him, He'll He'll guide you to like what else you need to pray about. You so know? like for that first prayer, like do you remember what exactly like you said or like what it can can what the context was of it all like. For sure, I wanted, you know, I was praying that, you know, that people open their ears because a lot of times we're covered with, with the enemy's lies. We're covered with the world's lies. We're covered with garbage in our ears. So, I, you know, that's why I pray, God, like, clear these ears. Let these people hear, you know, so they could hear your word. And then mm -hmm. God will, you know, God willing, whoever listens, boom, like, if you feel a different change, it's because God allows things to happen supernaturally, you know. And that's, like, it sounds like you were so confident when you did yours i i recently did led my first prayer <sighs> oh it, it was right before christmas um um i was out in in another town out of vegas and my boyfriend's great grandma had got hurt and so we were at the house it was me his mom his great grandma and his grandma we were all about to have lunch and they're they're the type to like before any single meal, any single snack, we're going to have to go ahead and pray. I myself personally don't do that all the time. I do have moments where like in my head, I'll go ahead and do my prayer. But that was the first time like I was leading a prayer. They kind of were we all sat down and I was like, all right, head down, close eyes closed. And they're like, you know what? His great grandma was like, you know what? Let's have Ale take it over. Let's have her do the prayer. My heart dropped. <laughs> you got nervous, huh? My heart dropped. My anxiety went up the Did roof. Did you look at your man right away? No, he wasn't there. Oh. He was at work. It was just us four in there. Me, him, uh, me, his mom, and his two grandmas. My heart sank. My anxiety was rushing. Like, I felt my heart coming out of my chest. But, like, basically, the what came out of my mouth was, um, 
God, I hope you help his grandma throughout this whole thing. Um, I hope you have help his other grandma that's helping her um, right now that she's down. I hope that everything that's going on around, like the people around me, is is all gonna go away. And then at the end, I was like, and I hope Christmas is perfect. Amen. And so, like nice. at the end of it, I was like, I really said, I hope Christmas is perfect. <laughs> Amen. Like that was my main focus, it's and it okay, was like, it's okay. <laughs> no. And then I I felt so bad because I told them I'm like, I'm sorry. This is like the first time. And then like. I felt like the energy that I felt when I was saying it and the like I felt vibrations like mm -hmm. like if I was out of my element. Nice. And so like when that happened, um, I felt like shit. I was like, damn, like I did such a shitty job. And his his aunt, his grandma, his great grandma <laughs> literally looked at me and she said, you did good and i know he heard you because i feel him right here bitch i balled out that's right i lost that's it right. i lost it when <laughs> she told me that because i'm like is that what i felt when i felt like literally like vibrations all around my body the energy huh yeah and it felt like so surreal and it was like maybe my prayer was like probably something that like i guess in a way came on my ass because i was <laughs> literally put on the spot and that's mm -hmm. what came out but it was like that's genuinely what i wanted i wanted both of them to feel better and i wanted christmas because i fucking love christmas <laughs> you're like, like i still christmas want christmas yes i want christmas to be good like grandma gets to walk in so we can wrap these presents that's right that's right <laughs> and so that was like how mine was savannah have you ever like prayed or like like led a prayer in any way no but i feel like the day i do get put on the spot like how you did i probably yeah. would you will you will that's why we're gonna pray really about bad it. anxiety and not know what to say but i mean like like you said like i don't think any prayer should be perfect at first like yeah. obviously it's gonna be vibrations in it you know yeah i mean well i mean i'll, I'll tell you guys one thing when when we pray we're talking to god mm -hmm. you know so like god is our father god is our best friend god is our homie you know you the same way we're talking, you know, I mean, to be honest, I mean, I, I don't cuss you know, when I pray, but like, I mean, it sometimes slips. Yeah, I mean, like, yeah, for sure. It'll slip, it'll slip. Like, oh, my. I'm so sorry. I just said that. Please That's don't. why you got to rebuke that. Be like, look, God, sorry. Forgive me. You know, help yeah. me. Help me not to cuss no more, you know, because at least in prayer, at least, you know, start yeah. somewhere small. Mm -hmm. But yeah, I mean, the same way we're talking to each other is the same way you could talk to God. Like, it's your best friend, you know, because he is. That's how my prayers usually start. It, it, my prayers aren't necessarily like like how yours was sounding right now mine's is basically like hey this is what i'm going through you know what it is like, like I'll, please help me through this time, yeah like huh? a conversation and mm -hmm. then i'll go ahead and just like end it with the amen but it's like that day was just something different because like i've never i've been in their prayers like where we're eating or like where somebody's sick and they will go ahead and i'll pray together but like never was i the one to to give it to give it and that was a whole nother feeling in itself so we never even went back to that question like how long was that transition for you like how it, long did it take because you said like in a last month was when you led your first one so like did this recently just happen or it, like when did your switch flip is because the journey the journey is um interesting to say because it's not like i've never been in the journey i've been praying for the last i think four years the last even five years of my life, just constantly just praying, you know, just wanting to get to know God, just praying, thanking God. And I was just coming to a point where I was like, you know, what, God, like, I, I don't want to ever forget you. I just want to start help me to start praying more. And God led me to to ways to pray in the morning, throughout the day, in the night. And then right when I wake up, I would pray literally before my eyes would open. I start praying. 
Because, like I said, you ask things of God, and God will. Especially if you want to get to know him, he's going to make sure it happens. Because that's what God wants, for us to know who he is. For us to know his word. For us to know that he's always there. And so, like this four or five years transition, you know, the first two, three years, each year I was noticing I was growing so much in in the spirit, so much more in, like, knowledge of the word of God before I was even reading the Bible. That's what's crazy. I was just watching, like, pastors preach, and I would, like, remember, like, little scriptures they would say. And so I think when I was about, mm, when I'm 21, I think when I was 19, I was. You're I, 21 right now? Yeah, yeah, I'm 21 right now. 19, I was already consuming a lot of Bible verses, but through pastors, not even reading the word of God. Mm-hmm. Oh, my speaking sucks. Oh, no, you're good. Oh, and then, okay, and then, um. Yeah, the, you're, this is you. Okay, and then, uh, yeah, I just started telling the word to friends close close to me, you know? But in those times, I was, I was still smoking hardcore. I was still drinking hardcore. I was yeah. partying left and right. But you I'm, still had that I'm in the back of your head. Yeah, like, I'm not gonna lie, I was still, like, being with girls and stuff. But every night out before I was going to go out, I would always pray, like, God, like, I know I'm going to go over here to this party. Oh, I know I'm gonna club. Like, <laughs> like, I swear. And then I I would be like, God, well, like, you know, protect me because, you know, you never know what's going to happen, especially yeah. in the night of clubbing, especially in the night of pe- being around people who are drunk. So yeah. I would always pray, like, you know, like, you know, take care of me while I'm there and, like, let me come home safely. Like, God, I'm not going to lie. I, I might probably come home drunk, but mm-hmm. c- let me come home safely. And I've always came home safely every single time. And things would happen at, like, parties I'd be at or clubs I'd be at, like, disasters, even shootouts and stuff. And I would always walk away, like, unharmed, untouched and stuff. Mm -hmm. And it's just, like, you know, that's why I always knew, like, praying was always, like, mandatory because I'm asking God, God, like, let me come home safely. That transition, I think it came to be around um, last year. It came to a point where... I don't want to, I was like, I was feeling God isolating myself. Like God was isolating me and I knew he was because I started losing friends left and right. I stopped partying left and right. I stopped like drinking and then I got heavier into smoking and it came to a point where I was like, you know what? Nah, like I, I don't, I don't want to go out no more. I don't want to be around all these people no more. I just, I think I'm going to just stay to myself. I'm gonna just keep smoking weed because I used to love smoking weed. Like I'm not mm-hmm. going to lie. Like I, I feel bad for having my shit out now. Like, <laughs> nah, my bad. Nah, nah, that, that, that doesn't that doesn't even phase me or that doesn't even tempt me. I actually hate the smell of weed now. Like, it's it's, it's a oh, lot. Okay. Like, it's prayer. But yeah, um, so like when that whole transition was going on and like you were quitting all this, like we're we noticed you're married now. Oh yeah, like so it's a blessing. Were was she with you before that transition? That's actually what I'm about to mention right now. Yeah. So. When I was already quitting all that, you know, I stopped chasing girls. I stopped being around all that. Um, I remember I remember the, the date, too. It was August 5th. It was the day of my dad's birthday. I took him out to eat at Denny's at midnight, and I was talking to my dad. And I was like, you know what, Dad? <laughs> that sounds nice. I <laughs> wish I could do some shit like that. Yeah. And then I was just like, you know what, Dad? I was like, I think I think I'm okay being alone. You know, I think I've, I, I've submitted to being by myself. You know, I was like, I, I just know I just want to. Be with God, you know. I, I just know I'm cool with just God in my life, and that's it. I'm good. I remember, he was telling me some things. He was just like, "Hey, well, be careful what you say because God will, and God, God can, and God will do things in your life." And I was like, "Nah, I'm okay being alone. I just know I just need God." 
Lit. Like were you saying it in a way like I, I like I'm gonna be that single tío or like I'm literally. just good oh literally like no, forever literally. like like mm-hmm. forever like I didn't want I didn't want to love no one no more because well, we all know like love is love is a different topic you know love love is deep but um yeah um I just I just knew I wanted to be alone I just knew you know I was okay comfortable I was sleeping peacefully knowing I was not getting cheated on I was just smoking my weed it's just praying like you've to been God through some shit with girls yeah a lot <laughs> for sure. You but, went um, straight <laughs> to like I'm not doing none of that mm-hmm. no more because I know what it's like. It's because I'm not gonna lie. I realize it's it's a waste of time. It's a waste of time drinking. It's a waste of time going out, spending your money just to blow out on a night to feel a pleasure that goes away in hours. Yeah, and the next morning, and it's the next like morning them. you're ugh, yeah grossed out and everything. And shit. Like yeah. I really did that. Mm-hmm. Literally, literally. I really said that. Checking check your the bank, bank account. account. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you guys, damn. Bucks, now I feel a lot coda. That means like, um, how do you say that shit in English? <sighs> like cheap. I feel mm. a lot cheap because I I even made sure even when I was fucked up I didn't spend my money. You guys already <laughs> no, checking your I'm bank <laughs> account. <laughs> when I'm drunk, Damn. I do not care like what I spend like. Yeah, it's, it's, it's really. It's, it's the next morning when you check. Yeah. It's like, oh, what happened? Let me check, and then boom. And then I'm broke till like next money paycheck. Gone. No, literally. Oh, fuck no, I never. Thank God, the only time I've ever spent that much money was like when we were fucked up and I ordered Kane's catering for no reason. We already <laughs> had food. Like I. It was for me, myself, and literally I. Literally, <laughs> because I woke up and that shit was in my room. Like I remember, everybody was outside fucked up. I was the bartender somehow. I ended up drunk and then. I woke up with canes in my room That's and like I mean. modelos all over my bed. Oui. Yeah. After that, I was like, damn, I guess last night was a good night because <laughs> my grandma woke up drunk still. I was, oh, I was oh, making grandma. her drinks. Yeah, my grandma was still old as shit, but that, it was her first time coming from Mexico. You had to show so, what Vegas was like. That's right. Oh, yeah. <laughs> no, she felt that shit. So my bad. You were saying that you, you were having that conversation with oh, your yeah, dad right. and stuff. So, um, yeah, as he told me that, I was like, nah, I, I don't, you know, it's, it's okay. Literally, the next day, my wife, which is obviously my friend, not even, she wasn't even my friend, I didn't even know her. She had texted me. And, um, well, originally I had bought or my... like, she just lit in your DMs. Yeah, she was basically, just some she, random she, girl. she tried to riz up, you know? Uh-huh. Nah, I'm just kidding. Don't kill me, right? <laughs> she Anyways. did. <laughs> Anyways. Hey, but that's cool, though, because, like, she, she went for you? Well, it's because, look, all right, let me hear it. Let me explain it. Okay. So I only knew of her because I was previously going to Baja Fest that, like in two weeks after that day. Isn't that the one that just happened yeah, right that, now, too? Yeah, it just happened. And I, I knew of her because I was looking to buy a, a, a ticket, a three-day pass, and I had some friends send me her, her Instagram. And they're like, hey, look, this girl's selling it. You know, go buy it off of her. Check her Instagram. She was cute. You know, I'm not going to lie. She was pretty cute. And then, I hope you're not lying. <laughs> nah, nah, like, I was like, oh, she was pretty cute. Like, I wasn't hyper because I didn't have that vision on girls no oh, more. Oh, I uh-huh. see what like, you're I saying. Like, I didn't care to, like, you know, fall for nothing or nothing. Okay. So I was just like, yeah, she's cute, whatever. I hit her up. I was like, hey, you selling it? Blah, 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 whatever. She um, sold it to me. I met her. She was, I'm not going to lie, she was actually really, really, really cute. I couldn't even stare at her eyes. Like, I couldn't even Aww. look at her. It was it was funny. <laughs> oh, like when you went met her in person? Yeah, when oh. I bought the tickets off her. Mm-hmm. And she mentions that to a lot of people. Because she's like, man, shut up. You couldn't even stare at me. You couldn't even look at me in my eyes. Literally. You were nervous. And I was like, yeah, I was. I bet that's not the story you tell people, though. No, that's not like, the story. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. <laughs> nah, but yeah. And then, so long story short, you know, just, we didn't text at all. It was just, it was just to buy that. And then, so back to my story. Okay, the next day, she had hit me up. 
like after I talked to my dad, and um, she was just like, "Hey, um, I know I know I don't really know you, but um, are you willing to go to a concert with me?" And I was Damn. like, "Wow, like wow." I was like, like, she like, she definitely risked you. Mm-hmm. What the fuck? Yeah, like, and this is this first was date. Her, Not even her like excuse. movie theater and nothing. Like went straight to the concert. No, literally. And she was like, "It's because I'm gonna go with my best friend and her boyfriend, and I really don't want a third wheel." So she's mm-hmm. like, "You know, like, and you know, would you be willing to go? It's already paid for. You literally just gotta come." And I was like, "Hmm, what concert?" You know what she said? She said Daddy Yankee, and I was like, I'm there. <laughs> I was like, I'm there. You ain't gonna say nothing else. She was shaking ass that day. No, she, you know she oh was. Oh my gosh, she was. She looked That's gorgeous too. That's how he was like, all right, I'm looking now. <laughs> now you got my eyes. <laughs> yeah, and so we hung out that day, and we had met up in the garage. We were, you know, we we're drinking buzz balls and stuff. We we're all like, it was a vibe. It was a beautiful vibe. I'm not gonna lie. And everyone kind of already tapped out. And I, I was still able to hang like another buzz ball. And I asked anybody, I was like, hey, you guys, anybody else want to chug it with me type of thing? Mm-hmm. And everyone was like, nah, I'm tapped out, I'm tapped out. And I looked at her last and I was like, are you down? And she was like, I'm down, you know? So we chugged it together and it was, it was just funny. And then I forgot I had edibles in my pocket. <laughs> and I was like, oh, All wait. All melted and shit. <laughs> nah, nah, nah. Yeah, it, was before, it was before we even entered the, the, the arena for the concert. So I was telling everyone, I was like, oh, my gosh, I forgot I had edibles in my pocket. Does anybody want edibles? Looked at everyone else, and then everyone said no because they couldn't hang. Because, oh, we had smoked a joint, too, which is crazy. <laughs> yeah, I'm telling you. Was, you guys went in there lit. We, was, <laughs> we went in there lit. <laughs> and then um, I looked at everybody, and I looked at her last again, and I was like, well, are you down? And she was like, heck, yeah, I'm down. And I was She's like, with it. Oh, she, she, can hang. Yeah, she, can oh hang. she can hang. She said, I'll smoke me. But, oh um, shit, that's crazy. No, yeah, she um, she's she's cool. My anxiety can never, I can never go to a concert <laughs> off a buzzball and a. Oh, we're on edibles. <laughs> yeah, so I don't think I could do it off. Of, I'll smoke, but like off an of edible, like I might yeah. fuck around and knock we out. We were drinking, smoking, and edible. Yeah, it was. We we're lit. We we're crazy. That was beyond turn before we even entered the the arena. I was hearing the music from like the far distance. That was just a pregame. You know the little. Yeah. I was like, dang, I'm dirt. But um. Yeah, and then well, whatever happened that night, it was it was a beautiful vibe. It was it was beautiful. I just we were dancing together. It was like the vibe was there for sure. Cause I, I'm not that nervous of a person, so I got I got the motto kind of dance, and then it was cool. I enjoyed it. After is when it got deep. Is when everyone went home and we somehow managed to go get some tacos, and we were just eating at a little taquero, but like in the car, we we're just talking about stuff, and we were talking about like life situations. And it was just it was just the way she was staring at me. It was just like, oh, what the heck? I was like, dang, it was just different, you know? It was like She had you blushing. Yeah. In those yeah. moments, that's when <laughs> like they literally say time will stop and mm-hmm. like that night would go on forever, forever. type of shit. Yeah, like no it joke. felt like that stare literally like the noise was blocked. Like straight out the movies. Yeah, literally. No joke, no at joke. a taquero. <laughs> <laughs> this is like a love story for her. And um so yeah, and that's how I met her ever since that day, we hung out the next day, then we hung out the next day, then we hung out the next We did not stop hanging out, like, no joke, probably to, like, this day. Like, mm-hmm. <laughs> it's been, like, a whole year. Like, we haven't, we've never really, like, got away from each other, which was cool. Like, it's never died out. Like, it's beautiful. But that's, that's, that's how my story of me meeting her. Your dad hit you with the I told you. Type of thing. Yeah, I literally. I would hit you with that one. You know he was waiting for it. So, like she she kind of did meet you at the like party you 
and now yeah. she met you and you knew you yeah and i met her in her party her like herself too like she was in like her game i was in my well i mean i had fell out the game but then she like brought me back into it i'm not gonna lie like she did bring me back into it i've told her to this day like dang you were a bad influence to me you yeah know? and and so it was like this walk of god i wanted to take i put it on pause you mm-hmm. know but i was still praying every day for sure but it was just like you wanted to have fun with your girl. Well, it's because I was like, dang, God. I was like, God, you know I didn't want nothing. I was like, why do I feel like this? <laughs> mm-hmm. So, I mean, I got to know her more and more. And I'm like, I like, dang, I like fell for her so fast because she was cool. You know, she's she's pretty grown. She's a realtor. I remodel houses. So, automatically, I took that as, as a dub, mm-hmm. you know. Either and way, we can make money together. Type of mm-hmm. thing, literally. And, um, yeah, throughout our journey together, we were going to concerts left and right. We went to the weekend. We went to... Bad Bunny, went to Pitbull, we used to, oh my gosh, all kinds of concerts. And then she got me into raves. Mm. And the rave phase, I was like, I kind of got back into like drinking again. Then we start, I started smoking heavier because I'm telling you, she could hang. And yeah, we were just smoking every day, just getting turned every day, which is, I guess nowadays society is like, oh, the most beautiful relationship, you know? Mm-hmm. Yeah. That's something everyone wants, but... To be honest, I, I feel like it's the it's I'm not gonna say it's a scam because what I have now is beautiful mm-hmm. because we, we seek together, you know? Yeah. But I'm not gonna lie, best advice to you guys, to everyone, fall in love with God first before you try to fall in love with anybody else. Because God is love. And you'll never truly understand love unless you've had that encounter with God, unless you know who God is. Until then, what we know of love is just off what we know. It's not what it is, you know? Yeah. So when that was going on and, like, she was in her party era and stuff, you said that she was there before. So you're saying that she also went through this transition with you? No, she was, um, she didn't even, I'm not going to, she really didn't believe because there would be times um, when we were kind of getting deeper into our relationship. I had already asked her out and everything. Mm-hmm. And it came to a point where, like, I just I just knew God wanted me to mention you know, to her. yeah, I mentioned it to her and I was like, hey, you know, like just in case it was going to be something longer, if she was in the correct path, I just knew it was like, OK, God, you know, it's it's of you then. And every time I would talk about God, I'm not going to lie, she would be pretty like annoyed, like mm-hmm. she would get mad and stuff over things I would say. And I was like, hmm, that's kind of weird. Like if you're in her position, she's probably like, are you judging me right now? Mm, I don't know about judging, but it was just about like okay like the word of god to me has always been the word of god like that's never gonna change if god says this and it's that like you know and i've been witnessing it more and more and obviously till now like i'm way different now but in that moment like i just knew like of course god is real you know like the fact that she couldn't like really admit was funny you know it's like oh because you said that she didn't believe at all no Mm, yeah she was just like a super low on that Mm -hmm. you know and I would always like mention to her like days after days after days and we would always catch arguments and that's when we would really argue. So I would be like, dang, like what's wrong with you? Like what the heck? Like I've never met no one who's really actually like disliked the word because everyone I've ever encountered and, and talked the word of God to them, everyone's always like accepted it, mm-hmm. you know, but the first person that kind of rejected it, that was like, it really be your own one. Different. <laughs> it was different. Cause I was like, Hmm, this is, this is, different because i've never met anybody who never wanted to hear the word Mm -hmm. or even accept it Mm -hmm. so we were just going back at it back and forth for months and until one day i feel like every knowledge i knew of god what i knew of god 
it came to the point where like I told her everything I knew, and she like it seemed like it didn't even phase her, cause we we're at my house, and she seemed unfazed, like didn't even care. And I was like, I'm not gonna lie, I cried, I in cried, yeah, I cried in front of her because we were talking about something, and it's just like, dang, I just want you to know the love of God. I want you to know who God is. Mm-hmm. You know, me thinking I knew who God was, mm-hmm. and I couldn't even tell the word and yeah i just remember she like didn't care at all the face she had like was dead serious and i was like i just cried because how frustrated i was and how like beat i felt like i was like, like dang you i weren't like, heard like it, your voice wasn't enough for it to be honest what hurt me the most was that i literally said i'm i was like god like i i thought i knew you more mm-hmm. you know so it wasn't even it was like all oh, her it was just like to me like i could have sworn i was living life with god i could have sworn i knew who god was i could have sworn mm-hmm. i i know who god is especially because i prayed oh my gosh i couldn't even tell you like six seven eight times a day so i would assume i knew who god was and and that day only god knew what he did that day but how frustrated and annoyed i got that i didn't know his word to help give someone that word god put a fire in me a flame in me that was like an eternal flame because mm-hmm. ever since then, that's never shut off. Ever since then, I've been on fire for God. Ever since then, I've been on fire knowing his word and seeking him. Because that day, what God made me feel was, you know what, God? I don't ever want to run into anybody ever again and not know your word to tell them. Like, I want to be able to know the knowledge of your word and have wisdom in your word to give it to whoever is in need of your word. And ever since then, it just um, I just had this flame in me to just want to get to know who he was and seek him for real. And it was, like, I think maybe a month after that. I'm like, I'll, I'll say this on here because I think it is pretty deep. Mm-hmm. We, we There's no judgment yeah, here. No, 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 sure, Everything's sure. seen red when uh, no, no sure. shame. It's just anybody who's just, um, they don't know. Not everyone knows. But I'm going to say it because I know it's powerful. One day we found out we had gotten pregnant. And... And I was really, really high when she had told me that. Oh, my goodness. And I'm not going to lie. I'm not going to wait. Why are we all like fucked up when one of us finds out we're pregnant? She found out she was pregnant when she went to go get a twisted teeth. Oh, yeah. That's crazy. No, that that same week we had gone out of uh, um, that that, um, Altura event for Halloween. Mm -hmm. Yeah, it was funny. And um. Well, she was at her friend's house. She FaceTimed me. She's like, yeah, I'm pregnant. I was like, I wasn't Like, she scared. was laughing? No, she no, was no. Like, she was for real. She was like, like, hey, we, we need to talk. Right now? You're like, am I super high? Or did she just really, like, just say that? I was really mad because I had just smoked a fat bowl. And when she told me, it was like, I wasn't scared. I was kind of, like, happy in a way. It was yeah. funny. I don't know. I was just happy. And so, like, I turned my, my phone away from the FaceTime because yeah. I was just smiling. I was geeking. And then out of nowhere, I was just getting a bunch of conviction and I came to a state of mind where like, I had to call my dad. Like, I called my dad and mm-hmm. I was like, dad, I, I don't know. Because that whole week, I was feeling like Hung this. Hung up on her and shit. She's like, okay. <laughs> no, no, okay. Oh, I forgot to mention this. That whole week and a half, almost two weeks before that, I was feeling some urge in my heart of like, something about time. Mm-hmm. Time is running out or something about like, but something, I don't know what it was. It was just, I felt, like, weird, like, super you weird. You had a gut feeling or something? Of, like, yeah, of time. Like, time is running out. Mm-hmm. And I was like, time? Why, why? So I was putting in work super hard without even knowing. And I was just putting a bunch of work. I was putting extra hours. I was just working really hard because I was just feeling like 
like something was gonna happen and so when she told me all that i started thinking about all of that and i was like wait is it because she's pregnant because i was over here thinking like god's trying to call me you know for something because i was feeling it's off well you know god's calling you you know you know and so i called my dad and i was like what if my dad like something about my dad because i just had an instinct about him and i don't know around that time my dad was sick too so i was like time what if what if my dad's gonna pass away or something mm -hmm. so i called him and what he was before i even mentioned anything to him the way he was talking he was seeming like super low energy he was just seeming like he was like ready to give it up type of thing mm -hmm. and i was like dad like why you, why you talk like that you know like why are you talking like he was talking in a sense where he kept talking about like a future event future event future event mm -hmm. like of like a, like being gone and you know it broke my heart and i was just super sad and i was just telling my dad i was like well dad like i don't i don't know what's going on you know i was like this is the first girl like i'm gonna tell you the truth like uh we're pregnant like i don't know what to do you know and he started crying so when he started crying i knew it was real because my dad doesn't cry so then i started crying and i was like dang i don't know why i feel like this and so he was just trying he was just telling me he was like well you know it's that time you know you're growing you know you're gonna have a kid you know you gotta get right you know you need to like submit and i was like dang but you know, she's just my girlfriend. You were During, 20 when that happened? Yeah, I was 20. Yeah, I, was, I was 20. It's and definitely like a shock when you're in that moment when you're like, wow, I'm really going to be a parent. Like we, We've got the girl's perspective. Mm -hmm. Two, three girls. Now we have a man's mm -hmm. perspective. And it seems like you were way more emotional than any of these bitches that we've talked to. Like, <laughs> I, I laughed. When they I were all laughing and you're over here crying. Yeah, it's because I know I know a life, bringing a life, First of all, children are blessings from God, mm -hmm. you know, and to me, I've always known it's deeper than just kind of like half booting it and just not caring, not really trying. I know a lot of people like in no offense, like I, I'm not saying it's to like make anyone feel bad or anything. A lot of people do go for that abortion. A lot of people do want to like not submit to that. And to mm -hmm. me, it was like, well, it's because of me. Yeah. I need to submit. I need to be a man and submit and actually take care of this baby because i grew up you know with my parents split like we've always had a family together and then you know like every other kid we would never think our family would part and that happened to me when i was like 14 like my parents just divorced so obviously like my whole story like of life has just been like alone and like depressed and like feeling what it's like to actually not grow up with like a father or like growing up with your siblings away from you and stuff in a broken home in a broken home yeah so when i knew that i was like I was just praying, like, God, like, I, I don't want this baby to grow up without a father or without a mother, or, like, without, like, any, like, submissive parents. So mm -hmm. I was, like, already, like, you know what? I got to submit. I got to be a grown man. I got to do what I got to do. If I got to work two jobs, I got to work two jobs. So whatever. I, I was already submitted in my mind. I was already submitted in my heart to do it. And I was praying, you know, God, I don't know how I'm going to do it, but I know you're with me, God. Mm -hmm. I know we're going to do it together. You know, and that's the faith of have, believing in God is God will give you hope and God will do things for you in your life. And only God can do that. So I, throughout that time, I guess God helped me submit a little more to him too. And I was just like, you know, God, I know it'll be okay. Because if if you're for me, God, who's who's against me? Yeah. doesn't matter, you know, you're with me, God. And yeah, so we were going to like, you know, our first appointment and stuff and about like, I think was she on your side too with like this is our this is gonna be our journey I'm gonna take care of this baby with you like 
we're gonna go through this together it was kind of like a half and half thing you know she was she was really scared to tell her parents and i was like mm-hmm. well look like i mean the most they're gonna be like the the worst they're gonna say is like be mad or something yeah, you know? yeah but as it's like, like the as most long as your partner do. has your back yeah fuck what everybody else thinks they could get mad yeah. as long as you two have it together it should be good and then I was, you know i was just telling her like it's okay like it's okay like bro like at least you're gonna be 21 and it's like at least we're not like 18 or 17 that yeah. could have been worse like i'm not gonna no no offense. are you saying savannah no no offense. I'm, just <laughs> I'm just kidding i'm just kidding <laughs> no I'm offense kidding. no offense she wasn't that young either but yeah but i'm saying like she's a realtor i remodel houses like she makes good money i make good money i was like it's not like yeah you know like we're gonna struggle or something yeah. and my parents already had my back on it like a hundred percent it was just like her parents are super strict because they're super mexican like they're super and she's a girl yeah she's a girl mm-hmm. she and she's the, the first only? daughter oh, okay. <laughs> first daughter <laughs> You yeah. know, so I was like, dang, I don't know what's going to happen. But I just knew I trusted God with all my heart in this journey. But two months after that, we um, she had got, she was like feeling cramped. She was like bleeding and stuff. And she was like, I don't feel good and stuff. And I was at work and I was like, well, dang, like just go to the doctor, you know, like go check. And I'm not, and no, no joke. Like I kind of already instantly knew. It wasn't going to be good. Huh? Yeah. Like, like I just knew like it was. It was it was gonna be a miscarriage, mm-hmm. and so like throughout the whole week, um, I was just praying. I was like, God, I was like, I'm already mentally prepared to to do this, and I've been physically preparing to do this. And I'm not gonna lie, the whole week when I first found out when she had first told me, I would shower. And then you know when you close your eyes because you're 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 washing your head and stuff, and water is running through my head. I would like think about the future and have hope of like how it'd be how it'll turn out and stuff like daydreaming daydreaming about it in the shower and i'd catch myself smiling while while i'm closing my eyes and and i would get so much emotion like so much happiness so much hope so much joy and so much like of everything i would cry in the shower for like the whole week i was crying in the shower mm-hmm. just because how excited i was like wow like, it is gonna be my first kid yeah. like God, this is gonna be a blessing because God, I, I know, I know you will this give me a blessing. This gives us hope because we've had nothing but girls come up here and say shit about their baby daddies. Mm-hmm. This gives us hope, ladies. There, there are men that care, There's and there are men nothing. that get that excited. Trust. Yeah. Yeah. I feel like with even stuff, at this age, with stuff like that, though, like miscarriages, it's something that you don't expect to happen to you. Like, never did I think I would end up pregnant because I had a miscarriage too recently, and I never thought like that would happen to me. I always see it happening to other people, but yeah. it's like. In the moment when it does happen, it's just like, wow. Like It's like a huge reality check. Like, yeah. I knew it happened, but I didn't know it was going to happen. Yeah. To me, at least. Yeah, and I was just... Dang, when I got the news that it, it was a miscarriage, it was this huge... Like, my heart just broke because of all the hope I had. I was so excited. I was submitted. I was praying hardcore. Like, God, like, let this be a, a healthy baby, God. Let, th- let us be healthy and wealthy together. Let us grow and let us have a beautiful family, you know, if that's the case. And I would pray, like, God, like, let me and her, like, learn to submit to each other so that we know this baby will never have to grow up knowing, like, they don't have a father or mother in their life. Yeah. So I would pray for her a lot, too, especially for God to take care of her through this journey. And so, you know, when that happened, it was just like this. The same feeling I had felt that week, the feeling of, like, it's unbelievable like kind of like it's a joke but it's not but it's like exciting but then it's like this it's like it's a bunch of emotions in one still believing like wow this is like this can't be but like you're excited was the same exact feeling but like the opposite version when i found out i was like 
this is a joke. Like, this is not for real. Like, this is, this has to be a joke. Like, this, like, my, I just didn't want to give up my hope. I was like, God, I was like, no way. I didn't want to believe it. I didn't want to believe it. The same way, like, I couldn't believe we were going to have a baby is the same way I couldn't believe we lost our baby, mm -hmm. you know? And I was, I'm not going to lie, I was really, really, really heartbroken. And, you know, to this day, I thank God, you know, it's okay that it happened because ever since what God's done for us, ever since, blessings after blessings after blessings and now we're married you know and now we're deep in our walk with god you know so i could say you know in that moment i was yeah i was going through it really really hard but when you worship and still praise god even through those moments dang you're only asking for blessings because a lot of times what happens is people will will leave god after that like you know what god nah you're not real god because if not, this wouldn't have happened. God, I've always prayed about it. But you let this happen? Nah, forget it. And, and I feel like a lot of people have that conversation sometimes where it's like, are you real? Because you let this happen. Mm, or why me? Yeah. You know? Yeah. You doubt it, you know? And it's just like, for what do I pray for, God? You know? But I thank God. God was super submitted in my heart already. That Enough to know that he is real. And enough to know that I've always heard that whatever happens, happens for a reason. And God would never allow pain. Well, it's gonna be deep. God would never allow pain in your heart if you were never able to handle it. This is true. You know, and so he like just little verses in my head. I would like that God would put in my mind. I would think about stuff like that. I was like, you know what, God? You know, it sucks. You know, it hurts. And like, you know, I wish it never happened, but only you know why it happened, mm -hmm. God. Things definitely do happen for a reason, whether it's good so, or bad. Yeah. And it's like, it's true that what you just said, like there's times where I've had this conversation with my man. I'm like, why am I going through all this shit? Why does it have to be? Mm -hmm. Why? Um, I had, I had a prayer given to me and I, we talked about it last episode. No, this one that came out today, it yeah, was basically, I um, I got a prayer and in that prayer, um he, he told me and it was like one of those prayers where it's like i'm gonna tell you what you need to hear yeah. and so it was like you need to treat others the way you want to be treated and i automatically knew i need to treat my parents the way i want to be treated because they're not treating me the right way yeah. so it was like when i heard that i was like why god why does it have to be me why do i have to help these people grow when they're the ones breaking me down to the point where i can't no more yeah. and he replied to me he's like the only reason you were told that is because you can handle it and he knows that everything that he's fucking throwing at you, you're going to take that shit and you're going to still get your ass back up. Yeah, and it's like, no, it's yes. true because like if if you if you're going through it and like, yeah, I might be sitting right here fucking crying about it or some shit, but I'm still going through it. Yeah. The next day we're still getting up. We're still yeah. doing whatever we have yeah. to do. And it's like. At the moment, your emotions might make you feel like, fuck, I can't do this. But what are you going to do the next day? You're going to get your ass up, go to work still. And it might feel like it's a like it's a bad thing that oh, I'm right here going to work and shit. But think about it. You're at work. You're getting your money. That same money you could use. Go to the movies. Have a good time. Like, yeah, everything is going to happen you for just a reason. Sitting inside, like, crying. It, that's not going to pay your bills, you know? Like, <laughs> that's not going to pay my bills. <laughs> and if it could, I'd be rich. Literally. <laughs> <laughs> oh fuck so like i don't know how your girlfriend's your wife's gonna feel about it but like do you ever like miss the bachelor life like do you ever feel like wow i did get married young like 
I was at the point where I was like, you know what? I don't want these girls. But then the right girl came around. Do, is there ever like times where you're in your head? You're like, wow, like. Or like if you don't want to really answer, because we don't want to no, get no, you no, in trouble either. Like, like that was really my life at one point. Yeah, because like, like we seen the pictures that you showed mm-hmm. us. Yeah. As yeah, soon as we opened it, there bad. was ass yeah. everywhere. Yeah, it was, it was bad. We seen. I seen a picture. You look like a fucking rapper. Like bitches <laughs> all over your Music car. Literally, like there was girls everywhere dude like at one point we seen a picture with like six girls all yeah, up on you yeah, and i, I was like yeah, it was, it was bad. It if was bad. i was his girl i would have rocked his <laughs> shit like what yeah no doubt that's why I, I mean they're not there for a reason but um nah for sure i don't because because like i said i was already i'd already like not even like girls at that point anymore you know i'm not like like i was gonna transform to the other side heck no but it's just like i personally did not want to waste my time on another girl Unless, you know, somehow I found a woman type of thing. Mm-hmm. And so now, like, I mean, like I said, I was already okay being alone, you know. And I, I don't question it too much because, like, you guys know, everything happens in life for a reason. People come in your life for a reason. And God allows things to happen for a reason. And thank God for my wife because marriage is a blessing. That's something you're not going to hear nowadays. Marriage is beautiful. Coming home after a long day of work and seeing my wife cook, knowing it's my wife, not just my girlfriend, not my booty call, not my side chick. Sneaky link. Not my <laughs> sneaky link. This is my whole wife. Like it's, And it says in the Bible, God honors marriage. You know, God will bless a marriage, especially when the two are seeking after him. And... Yeah, I, mean, I tell people as much as I can, young people like us, you're not married. Don't look for marriage yet. Don't mm-hmm. look for a boyfriend. And so, yeah, like, I, I'm not, like, to be honest, I, I was celibate and everything because I was really trying to find God. I was really like, you know, mm-hmm. I don't need nobody. I don't need none of that. How long, if I can ask you, how long were you celibate for? I think I was for, like, four or five months because it was recent. Like, it was... Damn. You know, but like I said, um And coming from a guy I like, know, dude, that's, like whoa. That's a shock. It's it's you. because dang, I, I think when you just had enough and you just know like there is more Mm-hmm. Who hurt you? Nah, it's before not that. that. Like, <laughs> it's not that. It's not like, that. Like, I feel like there was, like, the way you explain it, like, there was something that, or someone that was like, you know what? This bitch really has me this fucked up to where I don't want these girls no more. Like, was there somebody that, like, did get to, to that point, or maybe even a sneaky link or a homegirl that was like, you know what? I'm fed up of these girls. I, that's where it, get, it got you to that point where you didn't want nobody. Here, I'll be transparent. I'll tell you guys. It's, it's not that I've ever been brokenhearted. Yeah, I mean, I have been brokenhearted. And trying to find love again and then realizing it's not the same because maybe you weren't healed or it's just not the same. So you hop to another girl. It's not the same. You go to another girl. Then you like it here for a bit. And then it's not the same, you know, and then you go find someone else. And it's just. Oh, you were just going through the motions. Yeah. And 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 so, you know, I started going through that phase with like girls and it was just like, you know what? It's just it was it's always been this feeling deeper in my heart, in my soul. I knew there was more Mm -hmm. because I used to love to drink because of what we feel. We feel lit. We feel good. We're up. It's pleasure to the flesh. We think it feels good. We like how it feels. We like what happened. But it's temporary. Mm -hmm. So, you know, then we get into maybe weed. You know, weed is really, really good. It feels good. You feel everything way more but it's temporary. Yeah. 
So we get into drugs. Dang, I've been on Molly. I've been on ecstasy, stuff like that. Yeah, it feels really, really great to the flesh. Everything is up. Your your the feel is is like way more sensitive. The love, the emotion, the, love, everything, the sensation. You feel everything way more than weed. Like your senses are at a hundred. Literally, and it's still temporary. It mm-hmm. goes away the next day. Parties, same with parties. You know, you, I got into parties. I was like, dang, I feel good. I feel lit. Like I'm over here. Not him dancing you know, in just the couch like, right now. Like, <laughs> nah, I'm sorry. And I was over here like, dang, like, like you know, I was, I was drunk, and boom, it'd be a great night. I ended up going with a girl. Okay, it was a great night. But then the next day, it's temporary pleasure. Next and, morning, hungover, feeling like shit. I started realizing everything. Thinking you might have a STD or something, because <laughs> bitch. <laughs> but watch, watch, it gets deeper. It's we all know our soul craves a supernatural feeling. That's and I feel like promise. that's the one that you get mostly from love. Like, mm-hmm. <laughs> like that spark is what it kind of ignites it. Cause like, like you said that all that shit's temporary. But like I said, like that type of love to where it's like time stops, emotions are up. Like that feeling you get off that drug, you get off that girl, yeah. you get off that guy. Like, and it's it's insane because like there really is like if the love is pure, you'll feel that shit. So after. After our um, our miscarriage, it was you know a little little month or so, and then New Year's came, and uh, and it was to the point like I was just feeling this in my soul so bad that I was just like, I told you the truth. I'm like, look, I'm gonna tell you the truth. I know I want to seek God because I know this isn't life. This life is not just this. What it's what it offers. Ain't no way it's just about partying, drinking, having sex with whoever you want, getting wasted like this, going to this, that, this, wasting so much money, chasing after money. There is no possible way that this is all life has to offer. I know there is more and I want to go get what's more. It, I, I don't care. It's not it's not materialistic. It's something more. And I was like, you know what? I'm going to go find God. If you want to come with me, come with me. But I'm not going to stop. Mm-hmm. That's I straight up told her that. Like I told we, I told her we need a serious conversation because I didn't, I didn't want her to stop me. I, yeah, I liked her so much, especially what we went through. And for me to pop that question, it kind of seems like a douchebag move, right? Like it's like, dang, you want to leave me because I had a miscarriage, and so now you don't want to deal with me. But I was like, no. Is that what she hit you with? Like, is that what she was probably feeling? Like, oh, now that I'm not pregnant, he's gonna give me this ultimatum. Mm, to be honest, I don't know if you ever had that conversation, but. I just, she knew I was sincere because, yeah, I was heartbroken, especially after that, you know? And I think that little moment of what I was feeling from the miscarriage, or, that, or like that baby, like me knowing I was going to have a baby, I, I was over here thinking like that was going to fulfill that emptiness, you know? Mm-hmm. That maybe that's why I was so excited and so happy and full of joy. And so I was just like, you know, like, yeah, this is what I'm going to do. I was like, if, if you want to continue being with me, you're going to come with me. Mm-hmm. If not, no hard feelings, it's okay. I just know I need to find God. And she's like, you know what? I am down. And I was like, okay, cool. Let's go. And so we started our journey the beginning of the year, this year. And we started going to church every week at this one church um, somewhere by uh, Desert Inn in Mojave. No, mm-hmm. no. Uh, Bonanza, Mojave. And we started going every week. I would feel good. You know, I was like, okay, you know what, God? I'm here. I'm trying to find you. I'm trying to seek you. You know, let's go. Let's do this. Like for real, for real now. And the month, you know, January passed, February passed, 
February. We were going every week, and then we only missed one weekend because um, it was the weekend of her birthday. So we went to California. I took her out to California. And that was the only week I missed. But when I came back, I felt bad. I was like, dang, I really missed a week of church. Because I was, like, we were committed to going every week. And then, you know, March happened. You're March, April. And then. Oh, if you slip on a date, she's going to get mad. Watch yourself. Nah. <laughs> and then, nah and. And something, you know, throughout throughout March and April, I started getting in the Word, actually, finally in the Bible. I've never read the Bible. I started actually reading it. And I was like, okay. You know, I would read some stuff. Some stuff is pretty hard to read in the Bible because we don't understand it because it's not of our language. Yeah, that was always the toughest part where when I would touch a Bible. I, I would want to understand it, but the words that it was in, it, it didn't make sense to me. I, I couldn't process it. it. Like, like it made more sense, like how you said, when you hear somebody say it and explain it deeper, like somebody that actually knows how to read it, how to explain it, knows the, the back context of it. And all. it's like it makes it easier compared to when you try to read the Bible. Yeah, for sure. And this is why we pray before we read. Before you read the Bible, you know, you hey, get a quick prayer. Um, thank you, God, for another day, you know. Um, I'm praying that, you know, before I open your word and get into your word, that you open my eyes. You you know, you allow me to understand your word because I don't understand it. You got to be true and honest. You got to be telling, like, what's real, what's, what you really know, what's real. Like, God, like, I'm going to be honest, God, like, I don't, I don't know how to read your word. Like, it's hard, you know, praying I that. barely understand English. <laughs> Literally, you know, and I was like, you know, God, like, you know, God, I, I just know I feel you calling me. I know you're calling me to seek you, and I know it's going to have to be here. So I'd pray, you know, like, you know, this is going to be the first time I'm reading the word, God, but I, I know, I know later on it'll get easier. Did you have temptations? Like, you know, like, was there times throughout your whole journey to where you were all like, you know what? I don't mind a quick bowl. You know what? Fuck it. I'll drink one beer. You know what? Like. Yeah, I'll go to this kickback with you guys. Because, like, like you said, for a while, your girl was, like, kind of, like, still doing her thing and, like, still, like, no judgment. She was doing her life, you know? Yeah. Like, maybe you've seen her. You're like, oh, you know what? I'll hit that club with you. Fuck it. Like, were there temptations that either, like, you did slip on or you were close to, like, falling back into? Yeah, I had forgot to mention. Okay, so when we had got, when we had got pregnant, she made a, she was, like, trying to make a promise with me. She's like, look. You know, we always smoke every day. You know, obviously, if I'm pregnant, I can't smoke. Oh, she mm. hit you with she the, hit you, you can't like, smoke without <laughs> me. No, no. She asked me, would you be willing to stop smoking with me, mm -hmm. to be sober with me? And I was like, yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm down, you know? After I just finished my bowl and shit. Uh, <laughs> yeah, I mean, no, don't get me wrong. It was really, really, really hard, you know? There would be times, you know, that I, I did smoke behind her back. But I would get, like, conviction. Like, I'd feel bad, you know? Mm -hmm. And I'd be like, dang, like, I can't because I want to do this with her, you know? And it's not fair because we used to smoke every day together. It was, like, your guys' thing. Like, thing. Would you, like, thing. before you pull up to the house, smoke around the corner and shit, put oh, shit nah. ton of cologne? It, it'll be when I get home, like, after hanging That's out with her. That's fucked up. And, oh, I thought when you guys were living together. Nah, not yet, nah. She's over here sound asleep. We He's just <laughs> four in the morning outside. You know, we just moved <laughs> in together, like, three months ago when we got married. So we were always, like, split. But, um, yeah, well... Throughout the months of going to church, yeah, there was there was times we were actually <laughs> there's this funny time after church, we um we had smoked a fat 
like blunt but like of some crazy gas like that thing had me like on the, in a ball like i was so high because when we stopped smoking for a minute you know oh okay and so my tolerance so was so yeah, low dude we didn't even finish it we finished maybe half of it we were just so oh, gone damn. we we're like dude and we like just got out of church you know it's so like yeah i mean of course we were still like you know we we were we had gotten drunk off mimosas january 1st mm-hmm. and you know, so I was like, you know, that's when I was like, no, like, we do need to see God because what the heck. Man. It is 12 in the afternoon, girl. You got me off six mimosas already. <laughs> no, no joke. <laughs> what am I doing? No joke. Uh, well, you said January 1st, right? So New Year's, huh? Yeah, oh. New Year's. It was for New Year's. Yeah, I had cooked, like, some pasta stuff. I told her to come over. We made some mimosas and stuff. It was it was a great moment. It was, it was you know, it was obviously fun. But, uh, yeah, so then, like, we were still, like, smoking a little bit here and there together. And, um, yeah, months passed, and I just knew the the more I was reading, the more it will tell you in the bible like you like what what what's wrong and what's correct, you know, so um, when you were like going through all this and like getting sober like after all the years and stuff of you doing it, um maybe this is why my reason why you're here but like you said you were very into like you were more smoke than drink yeah i mean in the beginning years i would i would i would consider myself an alcoholic but then throughout time when i got deeper into weed i would say yeah like, i was a pothead like big time for sure so like how how did you how how long has it been since you were sober months it's been months and now i don't i don't get that itch i don't get that crave i don't like i hate it Damn, I can't ask the question then. Yeah, you can ask it. You can ask. Well, because I wanted to ask because, like, I'm about to hit a year sober. Oh, nice. Um, This Sunday. And you about to smoke right now? A year sober drinking. Oh, oh. Wow. Yeah, I'll, I'll still smoke. Um, I've thought about stopping smoking, but I I, I like my weed. I like <laughs> to smoke. Right? That's, like, that's the thing keeps we're, you, we're like, stuck to. Sane, calm. That's, like, I think this shit, like, I was an alcoholic. Yeah heavy yeah me too me too. i think this shit would be harder for me to end because this is something that like we think it calms us we think we're calmer which i'm not gonna yeah we may it may show that we actually are calmer we think more and stuff it's a lie though you know i mean there's like times where i'm like like right now like i was about to spark up my bowl because i'm like fuck i've had a shitty day i want to smoke this bowl before we start this podcast but now i'm here and i'm like i'm still vibing i'm still chilling you know it's shit's rolling so it's like uh, that's why i wanted to ask you i was just gonna ask you like if you were at that past that year point i was just gonna be like so how do you deal with it after that like but you're i'm further along than you are right now so it's like do you have questions no well like i I feel like you made a temptation right like like yeah because i feel like you you make it seem easier because like you're over here saying ill, like basically that's nasty. Yeah, yeah. And me, like mm-hmm. till this day, I'm like fuck. Like yesterday, I took a whiff of Jack, Ooh. and I was like, oh my god, like I can taste this shit in my <laughs> mouth. Like there's times where I'm like, I never see Savannah, and I'm like, oh, I want to drink because she drinks twisted teas and shit. But like when I'm at a bar and like I see people drinking that Jack and Coke or drinking that like, fucking like alcohol, drink, alcohol. like yeah, like because me, Liquor. I wouldn't hit beer, I would hit a bottle. Yeah. When I like. When I see that, I'm like, fuck, like, I want to drink that shit. I want to taste it. Like, now they're coming out with these fucking, like, um, 
Jarritos spiked jarritos. Oh, yeah, I know. I see everything they're coming out with. All the new... Um, jarritos, orange like, uh, juice, uh, lemonade. lemonade the, yeah. the modelos that the, have like the, oh, the, the micheladas. Like, yeah, those the watermelon micheladas. Yeah, like, those, dude, those look like, crazy. I, I became sober the second, like, as soon as those Mountain Dew drinks hit, that's when everybody got on that wave and was like, all right, let's make these lemonades. Like, let's make these micheladas. Yeah, like, they have all kinds of alcohol everybody drinks. Everybody huh? started I think they have, like, monster alcohol drinks too now. There's Red Bull ones right. for mm-hmm. sure. Yeah, it's, it's getting crazy now. And so, sure. like, when I see now, like, I still have temptations. Like, I'm like, damn, am I going to drink after this year? So it's like, you make it seem completely different to where you're like, Ugh. So, yeah. like, how did you get to that point? Like, do you feel like it's just because, like, you were in, like, such a party era that, like, you... Like, it seems like you burnt yourself out with the weed, the drinks, the girls. Like, it feels like maybe you hit that shit a little too hard to where it's, like... You know how when they say, like, I did all my shit when I was young. Now, yeah. when I'm here, it's like, eh, been there, done that. Yeah. Um, I I don't like taking the glory away from God. It's because I know I prayed about all these. I prayed I wanted to stop doing this. I prayed I wanted to stop going with girls. I prayed I wanted to stop drinking. I prayed I wanted to stop smoking. Smoking was the only thing I struggled with to stop because I would pray and cry while I'm high. Because I was like, God, why can I not stop? Like, why? He's like, what? Like, why? No joke. Like, no joke. <laughs> like, I would, I would, like, pray so much. That's what I was going to tell you. That's why I mentioned prayer changes everything like and were you doing it we're like you know what i want to smoke this bowl instead of let me instead of smoking this bowl let me go hit a prayer real quick mm, i think it was more like i i just knew like the, the i just knew the spirit of god wanted me to stop and that's why i mentioned the more you read the bible the truth is in the bible i'm putting my phone because i have the bible app, mm-hmm. my bad. but um the truth is in the bible and the truth tells you what stops you from really getting to God. And one of the things it tells you, God says, keep a sober mind because when you're not sober, that's when the devil messes with you. If you ever think about it, when we're high, we're what? We always either want to have sex or we're always munching out crazy. Mm-hmm. If we're drunk and we get angry, boom, you always want to fight somebody. You're on eczema, whatever, any other drug, you're not a sober mind. It's not you really thinking. Have you ever seen that like in person to where you see somebody who's drunk and you see like, that's not you yeah like have you seen that yeah heck yeah and that's why i know like have you been through that yeah for sure i've been blacked out i think like twice and i was like nah never again i don't want to do that and you know what though i feel like you realize that at a young age too like for a reason because when i first came out here i was drinking heavy too drinking every weekend like getting super i wasn't even 21 yet and I was getting super yeah, fucked up. Yeah, anytime I seen you, you had a fucking beer in And your it's hand. like, I got to the point, too, where it's like, this isn't fun. Like, I'd rather quit now and get deeper into it, you know? Like, there's still times where I'm like, okay, I'll have a few drinks or two. Like, there's not to a point where I'm addicted to it, though, you know? Yeah. Like, I could let go of it because it's it's not like a vibe to me. Like, we what happens. It hits yeah. us like, why do we do it, yeah, right? Like, yeah. what is the point it's because like, everyone does it so it makes way yeah. that means we gotta do it do That's i like the feeling of waking up like shit every morning no. like no i right? would go to work hungover like that's not a good vibe to go to work literally hungover. dude go to work fucking blacked out still working sweating somehow. at work working like, the 10 hour shifts <laughs> <laughs> 11 hour shifts dude i would do 16 I still hour really, shifts really and be crazy. like that it would fucking blow my mind and it was crazy because it's like, it really is like, why do we do that? And yet we still know what's going to happen. Yeah. 
But let's bring it up to a brighter note. Let's go ahead and um, let's go ahead and jump into our, our segment. Let's go ahead and jump into our period app. Um, Savannah, you you do way better <laughs> at explaining this. You go ahead and hit us with it. So basically, our period app, we go on it, and it's a chat room. And yeah, we just get our que- that's where we get our, our our chat room questions at. And there's so basically, it's basically a woman app, but. Yeah. We still got some questions for you to answer. Yeah, yeah, on it. Like, it, yeah. it gives us like questions that, and you can pick the answers mm-hmm. or you can write your own little answer in there, like scenarios. So, um, I'm gonna go ahead and hit him with mine real quick. And so, like, keep in mind if you're a guy and you come on here, just know we're not gonna hit you with only the girly shit. We're gonna we're gonna help you out and give you a little something. So, for our first question, okay. Love bombing versus genuine feelings. Um, so love bombing. Do you know what love bombing means? Is that like when you like just have a bunch of emotions of love? No? It kind of in a way. So basically it's like. I think I need to pull up a definition because I don't even really know what that <laughs> is. From my understanding, love bombing is like, let's say you love bomb Savannah. Because let's say like you start talking to a dude, you're automatically going to hit him with, I want you, I need you, I love you. I, like, mm, okay, like yeah, kind of yeah. like I get you. You're you get so attached, so in love, so quickly that you hit them with all your emotions. It's at a once. Mu- manipulative tactic. Oh, really? Yeah, often used by people with narcissistic personality disorder oh, to bad, gain Savannah. control in relationships. <laughs> <laughs> my bad. <laughs> I think maybe, maybe you're trying to say maybe like I get attached too fast. Not really. Way. Does that because from what I've heard people explain it is basically like you not even just attached like you fall in love hard and you fall in love fast where it's like you're the type to be like so what are we after like day two mm. yeah i get you so I that's think, a love yeah. bomb okay yeah yeah i get you can you reread the question again because i kind of forgot yeah. <laughs> nobody come at savannah calling her a narcissist <laughs> um love bombing versus genuine feelings how can you tell the difference um so basically can how can you tell between someone trying to lure you in with their with their love versus them genuinely feeling, feeling that, that way okay yeah, i get you now so do you want to go ahead and answer genuine love people will do things they would never do to show you they love you love bombing is they've already done it they know how to do it and it's not genuine how how were you able to tell the difference because if you know the person which i'm sure we would like to know the person before we love like fall in love with them is know them who they really are. And if they do things out of their comfort zone, out of the blue, to help boost you or to help show more love to you, that's genuine because we don't like to be breaking out of mm-hmm. our chain. We don't like to be like out of, out of the comfort zone. Yeah. You. So I believe that's genuine, that's real because love, love would change you. If it's real love, this is what I'll tell you about love. Love isn't jealous. Love is not a boastful person. Love does not envy. Love does not, you know, hate. Love is patient and love is kind. That's what the word of God says. Mm-hmm. Patient, kind. And I that's true because it you really think about it, if you claim you love somebody and something like you guys start an argument, you guys are quick to like throw hands or even get like Oh my goodness. Like <laughs> nah, like like real, like real because there's people some shit. <laughs> Nah, because I know there's people who who do that and especially in this generation or like they'll just go like go have sex with one of their friends to get back at them or they'll like do something pity if you really love someone it doesn't matter 
you know, you're not going to do that. So was there a point in your life, like before you went through your transition and you were around all these girls where you felt like you were the one love bombing girls? Before, yeah. How did old you life? end up with all these girls on you? Like just parties, cloud. I always was the one with the cool car. Just mm-hmm. you know, and like I said, when you're a cool person, I mean, to be honest, it was when I stopped chasing girls. Is when like I've noticed like girls would come to me because I would like treat girls like they're nothing. I like dab everyone up, like boom, boom, boom. Mm-hmm. Look at a girl. Oh, what's up? Boom. Oh, what up? I'm able. Boom, and like turn the other way. And obviously, girls are gonna be like, "What the heck?" Like, like wow, he's not wow. feeling me. Like, it really is true. Like, mm-hmm. he likes you because he's mean to you because he likes you. Like, that really is true. Like, a girl will literally fucking like a guy more when he's in his corner, when he doesn't say yeah. shit, when he's the quiet one, when he's the bad boy. Like, like you want something that you know is not reachable to others because you see him not giving it to others. Yeah. Yeah, I ain't gave no girl no chance. I didn't care to be honest. That's so why like, I was like, oh, what up, what up? How did you feel? How did how did you um notice that difference between your wife? Like, how did how how did you tell that her love was genuine and not just she wasn't just bombing you with? Dang, there's so many moments that's like, like you've mentioned before, like when you when you felt like everything stopped time wasn't even a thing it was just you and the other person your significant other it was me and her we're surrounded by music but like slowly when our eyes were locking more and more everything like clouded out like it was like we were like in this dome of just us and we were looking at each other and she was like smiling at me she was just like dang like i don't know if i could even say this but i feel like and i cut her off and i was like yeah i know what you're talking about like, I feel it, too. And I, I've never really, really ever felt anything like that before. And so I've always questioned it and I've always thought about it. And like I said, I mean, she answered my life literally coincidentally. Not a coincidence. She answered my life the day I said what I said to my dad. So I've always been thinking about it. I was like, God, like, well, what is this supposed to be? Mm-hmm. You know? No, that's crazy. What it was supposed to be. Yeah. He knew. Uh, yeah. you, you know, it's like he spoke every, into ever existence, since that day. Yeah. Ever since that day, I, I seen way past what it was. And that's why I was like, okay, God, like if this is of you, then like, well, let this be something great. Let this be something that honors you. Let this be something that we follow you. Like, just let us be surrounded by you. Like, if it's gonna be from you, then I want both of us to be submitted to you. See, this was months ago, and now look. You know, now you're here. Now you married her. So they can both look at you. Him and your dad can both look at you and be like, I told you. And this all happened, like you said, within a year, right? Yeah. Yeah. Next month is going to be a year. But of you guys like. But it's like you guys knew what you wanted. Sorry. Yeah. You guys knew what you wanted, though. Very fast with Mm, each other. Yeah, I guess. Yeah. She was telling me, like, obviously, I mean, if I mean, you know, if it was this deep, I mean, we would Mm. assume it was going to get deeper. Yeah. And that's why I tell you guys, marriage is more than what everyone thinks, especially when you're submitted to God. Marriage is meant to last forever. Marriage is supposed to be till death. And now look at the 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 rates to nobody wants divorce. to get married and you now. Know what? Yeah. If it does, I was it gonna s- ends in divorce. Yeah, I was gonna say like growing up with parents that did like split up too. When I was around like thirteen, fourteen, too, it's like. 
you don't see what you and your wife have now a lot nowadays so that i think it is beautiful it. yeah yeah that's that's why i tell everyone like dang like find someone who loves the lord because automatically it's gonna be a blessful relationship it's gonna be a blessful marriage your kids are gonna be blessed your kids kids are gonna be blessed it's a generational blessing that's what god says a generational curse is as real too Mm -hmm. you know if your parents are split your parent you know you parents are split that means possibly your marriage is going to be split don't tell her that she's emotional (laughs) no that's but that's but that's the truth that's the truth cry (laughs) but that's that's the truth is if that happens to you then guess what that means your kids marriage is going to be like that and their kids marriage is going to be like that and that's a generational curse Mm -hmm. you just got to be the one to break it you got to be the one that breaks Mm -hmm. it and that's what i knew how to do break generational curses because i knew i wanted generational full of blessings so um a couple answers from the girls is they make you feel like you're something special to them and try to convince you everyone else in your life wants to make you miserable trust me if you go with your instincts and your true colors their true colors will show fast so i guess basically she's kind of showing us how the manipulation part comes of it to where like they want you to feel like their love is the only love that you need and like mm-hmm. your friends and family aren't going to fulfill you the way that they can. So very true. I mean, from what it sounds like, I guess love bombing isn't good. Cause I thought it was a good thing. Like, Oh, you, you just love that bitch so much. No, I guess it is just manipulative. Just fake, fake yeah. Word. Yeah. Another one said, um, ladies, please be careful and take things slow. Get to know the person and see where it goes. So yeah, basically, mm-hmm everybody's kind of saying like yo love bombing is kind of like a scary tactic and it's basically moving too fast so take your time with it and see who you want to who you really want to go through this life with um which one was yours right this one yeah so um my question it kind of goes back to like our topic earlier um being single versus partnered do you notice a difference in your life or in yourself um, since you were the last one to answer, you want to answer that one first? Yeah. Um, I feel like having a partner, obviously, it's like you get to sleep with them every night. You know, like you get to be with them every day. It is something that since I had that for so long, I, I crave now since I got used to that. Mm-hmm. But definitely being single, I am able to just be in my thoughts and like be able to process. Okay, like. I need to figure out my life first before I decide to bring someone else in it and spend that part of my life with them, you know, mm-hmm. if that makes sense. Yeah, it makes sense. Maybe. Yeah. Let's hear what you have to say, considering you're a whole married man mm-hmm. now. Like, Praise God. Everything. Everything. When I was single, I'd um after like the old relationship I was in, I would pray that God like next person if i ever be with anybody else god like let me have patience let me be gentle let me be calm let me be like everything good you know like let me be a good person let me be a good person for them you know let me be able to like just click with them and just you know have a beautiful thing and well yeah god answered my prayers and now i'm in this marriage i wasn't God built me enough to be in it, but ever since I've been in my marriage, God's been building me so much more with the patience because like I said, are you short were you short tempered in a way? It's just like yeah, I guess. It's like when you're playing BS, it's like, bro, like quit that, you know, mm-hmm. like or yeah. Oh, you just, just quit to cut people's bullshit. Yeah, to be honest. And like I said, the Bible says love is patient, love is kind. 
And so, like, there's times when me and my wife get in arguments. Before I want to, like, oh, like, get mad. I'm like, well, dude, like, why the, you know, mm-hmm. what the heck? Argue back. Yeah, or, like, to give another argument back, like, another statement back to, like, where it builds the argument. Mm-hmm. Before I even, like, puff my chest to even say the words, that verse always comes to my head. Like, love is patient, love is kind. So I'll think about it because it's clear in my head. So I, like, let it sit, and then I'll pray. You know, God, like, you know, God, um... She's like, why are you sitting right here talking to yourself? Aren't we talking right now? Like, <laughs> nah, conversation. Not even that. Like, it's just right away in my head. Right away in my head, I'll be like, you know what, God? Only you know. Only you know. We all I react different. Do you We're all feel different. like she she reacts a little more? Because, like, okay, one thing is reacting as a girlfriend. Now she's reacting as your whole ass wife. wife. Do you feel like, and it's not a bad thing, like, if she cops a harsher attitude because it's like, okay, now you're really my man, like, do you feel like now you see a difference in like even your arguments and stuff like where everything like, okay, you know how we said like ecstasy and stuff elevates that yeah. stuff. Does marriage like elevate even like the negative stuff? Yeah, for sure. But I think the only difference is we're married. So we know there's, there's no, no out. Yeah. Like there's like, no out. There's no calling outs. There's no divorce. There's no nothing. It's we got to deal with it. One of us sleeping on the couch. Like yeah. it's simple as that, you know? And one of us <laughs> one of us <laughs> nah it'll, it'll be me it'll be me but she always ends up coming to the couch anyways right yeah or like she'll come she'll be like dude come sleep in the bed I'm like <laughs> keep your ass in the corner nah it's cause, it's cause I'll be I'll be making her feel bad I'll be like nah it's cause you don't love me and like now you hate me she's like dude no I don't you know she's like just come I'll always be like alright give me a kiss so I know it's true you know so I know it's real uh-huh. and she will and then we'll be like okay let's go and then we'll just probably like just cuddle or just watch a movie or just we'll forget we're even mad at each other like <laughs> okay this one says I was in a long-term relationship, and honestly, I realized having something so serious at a young age, when you're trying to figure life out, is sort of hard. I got into it at the age of 18 and tried molding everything around that relationship. Only now I've understood that it's really important to figure out your life, hobbies, etc. out, and then get into something with someone. It's then easier to find someone that is well-suited for you and someone who wants to mold their life along with your life and life goals as well. That's a good answer. I like that answer. Basically, like what Mm -hmm. we've been saying is just let it come to you in a way. Because I could relate. Like I've been in relation. I've been in relationships on and off since I was in middle school. Like I have never given myself a break. So I feel like now that I am at a point in my life where it's like, okay, like you've been through too much traumatic shit. Like now it's time to just learn to be alone and get your shit together. So that way when the time is right and the right person does come into my life it's like i'm gonna be happy with myself with this dream segment um we talk about any dreams that we've had in the past that stuck with us we talk about any recent dreams that we might have had um so yeah um let's go ahead and savannah did you have a dream um honestly no, I've had really like scary dreams, so mm-hmm. I don't really want to get into that. But I don't oh, have like anything. I don't have any good, juicy dreams this week. All right. Um, for, go ahead. You have a dream ready. Yeah, I do. <laughs> Did you just remember right now that we asked you? Nah, that was the first thing that came up to my head when you guys asked. Like it was the first thing, the first dream that came up. Um, and it, dang, I don't know if you guys know what the rapture is. Uh, it's the end, no? It's when like it's when it's when Jesus comes, picks up his people, mm-hmm. his church. Because the church, if you guys don't know, is us. 
the people. Isn't it like a select few? Nah, the church the church is the people who follow Christ. That's his church. It's not the building. It's the people. Mm-hmm. We are the church of Christ. The rapture is when Jesus comes. Jesus lives. The people who died believing in Jesus and like accepted Christ and knew that God is real and manifested in the flesh by Jesus and what Jesus did by saving us from our sins and dying on the cross and walked the way we're supposed to walk. That's the church. The dead are going to rise up first, their souls. And then they meet in the sky and it says in the Bible that everyone's going to watch and see that. And it says then we are going to, the people that are alive are going to meet them up in the sky and boom, we're gone. Mm-hmm. That's the rapture. I had a dream where, well. Was this recently or a long this time This was ago? about like two, three months ago. This is, yeah, this was like three months ago. This was before I like had an encounter with God, like where I found the way. Like I truly like understood the gospel and everything. I was, I was, well, before the dream, before the night of the dream, I was reading a lot the Bible and I was like, dang, I was thinking I was like a saint. Like I think I was clean. I think I was saved. That's a really deep question. Are you saved? You know? And I was like, yeah, I'm saved. I read the Bible. I believe in Jesus Christ. You know, blah, 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 blah. So I was outside. I was praying. I was like, God, I'm ready. to. I'm ready. Whenever you're ready to take me out, I'm ready. I know I'm going to heaven. I know I'm going to heaven. I know I'm going to heaven. So that night, I fell asleep. I, it was like this super vivid. It wasn't a dream. Well, it was a dream, but it was just too vivid to be a dream. It was... It felt real. Super real. Like, I had woken up because I heard, like, a bunch of commotion. And, like, I woke up in my dream. <laughs> but I was still in my dream. <clears throat> and I had walked. I had walked outside. And I seen everybody was outside. Because it says that day, everyone's going to watch. And everyone's going to witness that. So, I, I had, I went outside. And I was hearing this super loud crack in the sky. Dang, I don't even know if you guys know what a firmament is. Uh, f- no, I was at... The Bible mentions that. Is it like the horn? The, the glass, the glass that's above us, mm-hmm. what splits us from heaven. Oh, okay. You know, God mentions that there is waters, and in between, like what splits water here and water above, is a firmament. It's like a big glass dome. Mm-hmm. And that also proves the fact that the moon landing's fake. In case you guys don't know that, but <laughs> oh, I heard that too. I heard it's like green screen. Or the Bible is real. Uh-huh. We cannot leave. It's impossible to leave. Yeah. So obviously, like the Bible is true. Um, yeah, I had a dream. I heard that loud crack in the sky, and I was seeing it was like ksk, 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 like cracking around the whole sky, and it was nighttime. Like Chicken Little, the sky is falling. Type of thing, no falling. joke. Type of thing. <laughs> and I just like it like stopped, and it just made this huge like. Boom, like it just opened and I seen a bunch of water coming down from the sky. That's like that's what rain it says. Or like waterfall. No, like a huge waterfall because it cracked the sky open so that wherever that crack was, a huge waterfall was coming down. Because like I said, it mentions in the Bible what splits waters from waters is the firmament. So that cracking, that breaking open, then waters falling down, it's what the Bible says. Mm-hmm. So that's why I knew automatically it was a rapture. So all the water was coming down. And this was like, you you had your prayer before your sleep, right? Yeah. Mm-hmm. So I was thinking I was saved, mm-hmm. you know? And and I, I, as soon as the water touched the floor, I like literally ran to it. But something about the water looked living, like living water. The Bible mentions, God mentions a lot about 
living water like i have living water like if you're thirsty i have the living water and you will never thirst ever again so i was like i ran to it because i knew about that so i ran to it you know i remember i touched the water your I wife jumped. is all like that's me <laughs> i had jumped straight through that water and and i remember out of nowhere i seen a bunch of like these i mean i don't think there were people but they were like some guardian looking things with a bunch of armor and like swords and they like seen i touched and like they ran medieval to me. type of stuff nah, heck no like angels like heaven like they were heavenly mm-hmm. things for sure because they were like like knights they look like knights but like it was cool they look super cool like in gold and everything and they ran up to me and like they murked me they straight up like, <laughs> like they killed me asap so i died but then i responded back where when i first seen it happen and i was like what the oh, heck like those loop dreams. like it was like a loop and i, I ended up coming back but at the same time where like it happened like i came back so I, like I, I the water was still falling and i seen where i had died i seen like they seen i vanished so they were looking for me like they turned their heads and everything looking for me and like one of them saw me so they pointed at me started charging at me so i ran inside the house and i remember they all like grabbed like one was in my left arm one was in my right one was holding my feet one was holding my back and the one in front of me was ready about it like he was already about to like stab me or something like to kill me and i was like wait 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 i don't get it because in my dream i no, believe <laughs> i kind of in my dream i believed there were like angels coming to kill everybody that wasn't saved that's what I believed. That's what I what I feel like. That's what God was telling me. And I was like, wait, I don't get it. I don't get it. And they stopped. I was like, I, I thought I was saved. And they were saying, like, read, read, read three times. And then they said, put on your sandals and read. Mm-hmm. And to this day, like, well, recently I just found out what that meant about the sandals. I was like, sandals. That's what I was about to ask you. I know. What sandals? I'm about to crack it down. <laughs> um. So, Down you know, barefoot and shit. <laughs> I woke up at like three in the morning and I was, dude, I got straight into the Bible and I was ready for like an hour and hour and a half because I was so scared because it was real. That's how God talks to us too in dreams, like especially like that. So I got into the Bible, I was reading, 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 and I got, I got to read the verses I needed to read about being saved mm-hmm. through Jesus, you know? And until the day I recently understood what the put on the sandals mean. There's a point in the Bible where Moses was walking and um, he was having an encounter with God. And God was like, whoa, like, before you come any closer, uh, he said, take off your sandals because you're in holy grounds. So me thinking I was holy, I didn't have my sandals. That's why they were telling me, read, 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 put on your sandals and read because I was not holy. I was not saved. Does that kind of make sense? Yeah. Yeah, I see what you're you know? saying. And to this day, that's why I was like, dang, that's what God meant. Like, I just had to keep reading the word. And now I understand. Like, I understand what it's. You want to go meant. buy Crocs and shit? Like, <laughs> okay. Nah, I, mean, I knew in the dream, like, it was it meant something. And that's yeah. why, like, when now to this day, I understand. Like, like you had mentioned, you know, you read, you know, you, at one point you were reading. At one point you, get, you went to church. And then, you know, you come back into certain things. Has that ever been a question to you guys? That's my question to you guys. Are you saved? How do you know you're saved? Oh, no. I have a lot to do with myself. I feel like, like you said, like even you thought you were and you're you're at the level you're at. And it's like. Mm -hmm. And you push. Yeah, I feel like you pushed yourself to the point where you're like, no, like this is what I want. And I think at least for me, I don't know about you, but like. For me, I'm at the point where in my life where it's like, I do want to get saved, you know? Like, I'm tired of feeling like 
like hopeless every day this is so. where i believe the spirit of god is gonna move this is where i've been waiting for the whole day like i just knew god was gonna use a part and that's why i knew how to ask that question anybody listening to it as well we're all sinners we've all done things you've done a bunch of things you've been done a crazy amount of things <laughs> i've done a crazy amount of things <laughs> like right like right look me dead in the eyes i know bitch i know what you did <laughs> Let me go ahead. Um, let me let me say my dream before we completely forget off. Um, this week's dream was more out of body than in my mind. Um, this is going to be TMI, but I, I am open with you bitches. So this Savannah was in this dream. Why this bitch was in my dream? <laughs> I don't even know. She had no purpose in my dream. I somehow always end up in your <laughs> dream, though. <laughs> it's because like literally right before i go to sleep i'd be texting you dumb shit so it's like <laughs> you're there and so like i i there's this dream that i've had of this school several times for some reason what fucking school it is i don't know where it's at i don't know it's just a dream that i always have in the school so we like go through these dark hallways savannah i don't know what we were doing but we were doing some skeptical doing shit, dumb being shit like always in these spooky hallways though like literally like it was like some <laughs> horror movie like you know how it is in saw when they're in the w- room and they're trapped and it's all oh, blue and yeah. all that? that's exactly how it looked like we're going down these hallways we end up at the restroom right i have to pee and so like you were like an npc dude like you weren't even savannah you were just like a whole ass npc like not doing shit you literally look at me and you're like you close the door to the stall and i was like i don't know what i told you and you just like looked at me serious and walked away like on some demonic shit kind of like i don't (laughs) know it was scary bro like the way you were like because you literally looked like an npc was kind of scary because i'm like damn what's wrong with this bitch i look like ai or what i don't know what the fuck it was It, it just was like you weren't there but you were there and so, like, you close me in the stall, and I start peeing. And, like, <laughs> my physical body, bro, like, I peed a little bit. I, I peed a tiny bit. Like, in real gonna, life? I did. I did. <laughs> and, like, in my dream, like, what was so weird is, like, I snapped out of, like, the whole bathroom that I was in. And I just, like, I felt my body. Like, I it went black, and I felt my physical body. And, like... I was like, I started to pee a little bit and I was like, fuck, like I didn't even wake up out of the dream fully. I literally like just felt my body get up and I ran to the restroom and I was like literally like half ass asleep, like peeing on the toilet. Maybe like that. And like (laughs) I literally have never had that to where I peed the bed and I felt like just because I don't I'm not going to out who peed the bed. But um, I know somebody who peed the bed and I was talking shit and then i almost peed myself so i had a dream but didn't have a dream because that's how my dream ended and yeah have you ever peed the bed all the time when i was little <laughs> oh <my laughs> i think that was a little normal <laughs> yeah like when you were kid, little yeah, though <laughs> i don't know last time i peed the bed was like the first year i came out here but because i was so the first year only because okay it was that You're night you didn't tell me i would have been clowned it ass. was that night i blacked out and i didn't even know i peed on myself like i woke up in pee like i'm were being tmi right now no i was not at home you were no. at somebody else's we house we were at someone's t- house <gasps> yes That's and i peed all over their air matches and i was like dude like i'm gonna pay you back like i feel so bad for pissing on your fucking i would have hopped out the window <laughs> and never went back again i would have just dipped dude my That's clothes funny. were like all with pee and like i had to borrow some of her clothes 
Yeah. That is insane. So that was the last time I peed the bed. No joke. That's funny you said that because <laughs> I think like three weeks ago, I had a, <laughs> I had a dream. I had a dream. <laughs> oh, shit. I had a dream. You know, you ever His been... His wife is about to be like, bitch, you tell no, everybody she, you peed on me. She knows. She knows. And she clowns me every day. But um, you guys ever had a dream where like, you have a dream you're peeing, but then you know, like, it's a dream, so you kind of wake up physically, but then you're too tired to get up, so that you fall back asleep. Yeah, you're like, yeah. I can still hold it. Yeah, and then so you, go, so you go back to sleep, and then in your dream, you think you're waking up in real life to go to the bathroom, so then mm-hmm. you go to the bathroom, you start peeing, <gasps> oh. and, like, it's, like, not coming out, so, like, you're forcing it out until, like, you realize, like, oh, my gosh, like, it's I'm in a dream, and you wake uh-huh. up, and, like, oh, you're already pissed. You <laughs> like, peed not, that not all three of it. weeks ago? You're yeah, like, not all of it, not all, like, maybe, like, you did, like, maybe, half. Like, <laughs> maybe, like, half a water bottle or something. <laughs> Yeah, and I woke her up. I was like, "Bro, you won't believe it." I was just laughing. You're like, like "We gotta wash the sheets now." Yeah. Did you pee on her? Nah, she was like, "Bro, she was." It was closed though. <laughs> she, did you lay down a towel at least? No, like, because I started laughing so hard, and like she was gonna turn my way, and I pushed. I was like, "Whoa, watch out!" Like I'm gonna tell you the truth. <laughs> what did she? I say? had a dream. Like I had a dream. I was gonna be in. Well, she's like, "Don't tell me you pissed." I was like, "I kind of did." And she was just like laughing. And she fell asleep, but then every day ever since she then. She just went back to sleep. Every, every She's like, we'll deal with this in the morning. Type of thing. Yeah, ever since then, like, before I go to sleep, I'll go to the bathroom ASAP because she's like, what, you don't want to pee again on yourself? And oh. I was like, heck no, bro. I don't even know how that even happened. That's how you know the love is real because she really just, she'll clown you, though, won't no, she? No, every day, like, she doesn't let every that go. Day. Like, she doesn't let that go, so, yeah. All right, I'm gonna be honest. It was my man. Um, he did the exact <laughs> same thing, dude. He told me he's like, I had to pee. I woke up, but I was just so comfortable because he was holding me. He's like, I was so comfortable because you were in me and I felt your warmth. So I was just like, I'll hold it. I'll go in the pee. I'll go pee in the morning before I go to work. He didn't fucking go when he needed to go, and I woke up with him gone, and he was changing and everything, and I'm like why is my back wet like uh, he sweats on, a lot he's come on man he's the he's a he's a heavy sweater in his sleep so i was like oh, he fucking sweat all over me bro but i'm like no way like this is too much and then i was like he bled like because he has constant nosebleeds like oh. he's like in the sun all day like his nose is like all fucked up so there's times where it's like he'll he has nosebleeds and i'm like fuck like he bled all over the bed nope i literally like I turn around and we had white sheets. So I was like, no fucking way, bro. Like you're oh, telling me <laughs> he peed on me and dipped like no, <laughs> no way. way. Left <laughs> you to <laughs> deal with the mess. Like what? That's crazy. And like, you know, he came back. I was like, did you fucking pee on me? He's like, no. I'm like, how are you going to fucking tell me? No, when my back is all wet, bro. He's, yeah, like, so who's oh, pissed that? He's yeah. trying to blame it on the dog. <laughs> he was like, okay, I'm sorry. Like I was having a dream and like, I ignored it, and then when I went back to sleep, I was having the dream again, and then I peed, but I thought I was just peeing in the dream, and he's like, I peed on you. It's all right, man. I feel you too, bro. So, <laughs> I know, like, her, I have not let that shit go. Now, I'll, I'll tell him, like, it's okay. I like, um, what is the, what do they call them? Magic waters? No. When you, when dudes pee on girls. What the heck? That's a thing? That's a thing? Yeah. For you, yeah. You, I don't know about that. Yeah, no, that's a kink. You're on a fetish or something. No, right? it's know. literally a kink where they, oh, right, something waters like some, some some shit and i'm like it's okay i'm into it and like i'll fuck around i'm not don't ever fucking pee on me again but like yeah like i'll fuck around and joke with him about it but it's like because i was talking so much shit on him 
fucking happened to me. And nice. I, good thing I didn't pee myself all the way though. But yeah, it was still, it was still pissed. I don't know. I still <laughs> peed. <laughs> I still peed. So that was this week's dream. Um, um, Savannah, did you have anything you wanted to bring up? Um, before we cut this off or I'm a topic or something mm. then. No, I'm just I'm glad I decided to hop on it today. And it, it was, was a very bad last week. minute. Yeah. Like I, literally like five minutes before this, I was like, All right, I'm down. I already had set my shit up and mm-hmm. everything. But had to add here. the extra <laughs> mic. <laughs> it's alright, it's alright. Um so yeah, shout out to Savannah guys. She still made it through. Um the way I see it, this great group of bitches will always be a way to lighten up our day after mm-hmm. a shitty fucking day, shitty week, whatever. And it'll just, you guys advance us to another level when we're having good days. So it's like, the few bitches that listen to us, you guys really make this shit all worth it. Um, Did you want to go ahead and, like, did you have any questions for us or a topic that you wanted to go ahead and dive in here? Like, how how, how are you feeling with this? Um, To be honest... I know I wanted to say I wanted to bring out more verses because I know that there's more that needs to be said. But if I were to just kind of say anything, I would say that I hope I hope you guys do try to find God, because like I said, if you see God first and you witness God and how he moves in you and he changes you and you repent, God will use you guys podcast. God will grow that same with the people listening. God will bless their ears and then it could reach them because you never know what you're going to say. Who's it going to reach, you know? And like I said, if you submit to God, you seek him, you repent and you decide, you know, what, God, I'm going to give my life to you. I'm going to submit to you. Help me submit. And you get in the word. You're going to see God's work. You're going to witness the gospel happen in your life. Is there anything that like you want to plug? Like, let's say like um, either like your Instagram or like like one of your groups or like an event. Anything is that. Is there something that you want to go ahead and put out there so that people can, like, either follow you or go to a certain event or anything like that? Yeah, I mean, I, I would plug my Instagram. You can follow me at Abel Espinoza with two extra A's at the end. and No will, underscore dots or nothing. Nah, like just like that. And I, I do give out, you know, verses in my stories. I do post, you know. And you can go ahead and make your own podcast. Like, you can go ahead and, like, any of your, like, group friends or whatever, like, um, you guys can go ahead and make something so we're like, like, let's say like, you know what, like you can go ahead and listen to this even outside of church, even outside of whatever you're doing. Like you can go ahead and just spread it in your own way. And who knows, there's people that will be there to listen no matter what. So, um, like, like you said, guys, there's his Instagram. Um, he posts his his verses and you guys can go ahead and message him asking him like oh yeah questions for sure if you guys have questions about the bible i'll answer them for sure if he sparked your ears today go ahead and hit him up and be like yo like i want to learn more let me let's talk about it let's let's go ahead and yeah don't be afraid get it going so i want to guide you guys to the truth this was a really we i feel like we haven't had an uh, this is our most serious episode that we've had this is an episode where we're really not just fucking around you know like I needed to hear like the stuff that you brought to us today. And it's good because it's like hopefully seeing this like you guys see another light to us. And it's like, like we said, sin vergüenza, no shame. Anybody and everybody here is welcome. We're open to anything that you guys have to say. Everything is here. 
It's you guys don't have to be ashamed. We're respectful vibes. You might hear us and be like, God, these bitches can't take shit, mm-hmm. shit serious. No, like we'll go ahead and listen to you. We'll go ahead and um, make you guys feel as comfortable as you can be. I know you guys always hear me sparking up my bowl and shit. Don't like Ava was like, you know what? Like, let, let's keep it. Let's keep it sober today. Mm-hmm. All right. But I got you. Let, yeah, let's see. You. Let's thank see what happens to that. So it's like i i hope that it shows you guys that like no matter what you guys want to come with you guys are free to come here and talk to us about it and we're all ears and we'll accommodate to all our guests to make you guys feel comfortable welcome safe you guys can come here and tell us anything and just know our great group of bitches should be able to hear and should be able to understand and if you guys are here to talk shit, sorry but you can't be a part of these great group of bitches <laughs> mm-hmm. we don't accept none of that shit no hater ass shit there's nothing but love here when you and come vibes, here. Good Not, vibes. Love and vibes, honestly. Love, vibes, laughs, fucking good energy. We're all here for it. Um, Should I mention what I was going to say in the beginning? What I was going to say at the end? Oh, that yeah. you had something for oh, us. Right, right. Okay, so look. Here's how God works. A week, okay, the day you had texted me, I just finished a camp. I was at a, I was at a youth camp for church. It was called In the Miraculous. That's where I got this shirt. It says In the Miraculous. Because... It, it was a church event where if where it just changed lives. If you wanted to encounter with God, come. If you wanted to witness God's glory, come. You wanted to get closer to God, come. That's what the church was about. That's what the event was, the the whole camp. We're in California, Big Bear. That whole week prior to that, I've been learning more because everyone has a spiritual gift. It mentions in the Bible. You guys should get into it. Like I tell you, you guys, you guys don't even know what you guys could do through God. You know, but it comes only through God. So if you want to experience that, you got to go through God to witness what your gift is. And I've been witnessing what is my gift more and more. The whole, okay, the week prior to the camp, there was this um, consecration week, a whole week of youth service where it was churches were filled with a bunch of youth. And I was witnessing a bunch of people break through chains and their burdens were being lifted. People were getting set free. People were getting encountered with God. People like everything. Miracles are happening. You know, that's what God does. And the whole week, you know, I was like, dang, I know next week is going to come up where it's camp. And that's deeper because it's like 500 kids going. And so that whole week I was like, God, I was like, let me be able to go because I'm supposedly, I was supposed to not go because I'm married and it was only for youth. So that whole week I was praying. I was like, God, I was like, I want to go because I want to practice more in ministering. I want to practice more in like, you know, seeking you. So I know like what I could do through the gift you gave me. And thank God that whole consecration week was there because it was like God was telling me like, hey, well, practice here because when you get to the camp, you'll be doing it for real over there. But I was like, well, I don't even know if I'm going to camp, you know, I was praying over it over and over. And the pastor I was talking to was saying, like, no, like, I'm not going to be able to go. They said, uh, shoot me a text tomorrow. Maybe we'll see if you could go. And I would text them. They were like, oh, no, so far it's no. Text me again tomorrow, blah, 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 blah. Until it was, like, the whole week. And I was like, you know what, God, it's in your hands. I'm going to just pray about it. And if I'm able to go, I know it's because you allowed it to happen because it's impossible to go because I'm married. Well, I was able to go, but not just as a camper, but as a staff, you know, which that that's, like, telling you, like, what's impossible to us is possible to God and what the position you want to enter as God is always going to put you in another position better than what you originally wanted to submit to so I went went to camp I seen miracles happen I see I witnessed everything happen and I was like you know what God what's next guide me to what's next literally as I was coming down the mountain that's when you texted me like hey like oh like on your way home 
like coming down from the mountain after I prayed that like that hour, I was like, oh, like, well, what's next after this camp? Like, I want to continue growing. I want to continue spreading your word. You know, I want to continue giving the testimony so people could like really like come to a point where like, wow, like, okay, we do have a God. Okay, like this dude changed too. Okay, like, well, God is for everyone. God is for all of us. You know, so. I was, that's why I was praying, like, oh, well, what's next? Like, where do I go next? And that's when literally you had texted me as I was coming down the mountain, like, hey, like, have this little podcast and stuff. You should come talk on it. And I was like, dude. Yeah, I didn't I, say little. <laughs> no, 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 my bad, my bad, my bad. I'm saying, my bad, my bad. I'm I, fucking around. I'm saying, like, I was just saying, like, I have this podcast and stuff. Let me edit that out. My bad. <laughs> and, and um, yeah, and I was like, yeah, heck yeah, because I know that's a move of God. I know it wasn't you, and it wasn't you. It's just a move of God that God made you intentionally feel that, and that's what he made you hit me up. Like, we don't even know each other, and, like, you still was willing to hit me up. So I think, yeah, that was, like, my final message, I guess, to tell you guys. It all happens for a reason. Mm-hmm. Final message, too, is you, you don't need to come clean to God. You know, come the way you are. Come dirty, come raggedy, come. Hold on, somebody. He just called us dirty and raggedy. Come come addicted, come attached to sin, come with a demon inside you. It doesn't matter. If you come to God, God is the one that's going to clean you. And that's good. That that Mm -hmm. feels good that, like, you felt that when it happened at the time that it happened. Because it really is, like, it's it's what's meant to be will be. Mm will be in yeah because in a way it worked in all of our favors at the end of the day yeah and it's crazy how like i i i was like what is he gonna tell us and that's that's crazy how like the way you said when i messaged you then that's cool like that our podcast in a way was like it was kind of like an answer to well it was an answer to your prayer and it's like shout out shit shout out to us being right here right now and to where this podcast is, is going to go. And um, I'm glad that you're able to come on in with us and you came on when you needed to come on and when you asked for help with your voice and shit. Like, this is it. Like, yeah, the voice, yeah, this glory. is literally nothing but your voice right and now. you don't even know who this is going to hit. You don't know who's, yep. you know, it could be someone listening to it and be like, dang, like, I needed that wake-up call. That's the wake-up call. Go get right with the Lord. Go seek him. Go find him. That's the wake-up call. All right, guys, um, we're going to go ahead and wrap it up here right now. Um, Savannah, you said you you have nothing else to say to our group, great group. Blah, 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 blah. No, just till next time, like I always say, till you're next right. time, bitches. That's Savannah seeing <laughs> um, Abel, you, you're good on everything you had to say. All right, mm-hmm. guys. Um, so, again, I'm Ale. I'm Savannah. And this is our guest, Abel. It was Abel. It was and, Abel. Um, so shout out to you for coming you guys go ahead and go to our google forms everything's in the bio go ahead go to our google forms drop a comment in there if you have something to say about this episode drop your dream if you want to go ahead and give that to us we'll read it out on the podcast everything is going to be anonymous under that um, google form Um, drop any advice that you want to have any confessions drop it all in the google forms so we can go ahead and bring it out to you guys um we're on spotify spotify go ahead rate us five stars um if you don't know how let me know we'll go ahead and help you out rate us five stars we have questions for you guys to go ahead and interact with us questions that we've had throughout the podcast we're going to drop it down you click the episode and right there on it'll go ahead and show you the question that we have for you guys um we're on apple podcast youtube if you guys want to go to our youtube it's also linked down in the bio follow like share subscribe comment down below you want to talk shit talk shit go ahead interactions interaction <laughs> we're on 
a- any platform that you guys want to listen to us, we're there. Go to our Instagram. Everything's in there. Um, other than that, thank you for being here. Thank you for everybody who spent the time to mm-hmm. listen to us. Um, you guys really do bring us up throughout the bad times. And it's you guys are our best distraction that we have. So shout out to you, the great group of bitches that we have. And we're good, Savannah. Mm-hmm. Till next time, bitch. Peace out, bitches. <laughs> No tienes vergüenza, mami. Baby, quiero ser el río de tu Tokio. Chingamos en la casa 